0: You're listening to Oh Yoshi yeah, did it podcast with Yoshi Obayashi.
1: Thanks for listening to the new episode of Yoshi Dan. I'm back in Los Angeles, and <laughs> I'm here with my great, great friend, Angela Sarukas. Angela, I apologize if I'm not saying your damn last name. You I said it right, man. Okay. I mean,
0: you said it awesomely, Sarukas. <laughs> hey, how's it going, Yoshi?
1: Good. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say. You know, I, I met you seven, eight years ago. Yeah? I, I'm just so happy for you for everything. You You, you have a wonderful wife, Alina, and... Boy, I just saw. I finally
0: met your daughter, Olivia, and yeah. uh, beautiful Is she girl. A doll? Yeah, my little Greek Armenian baby, <laughs> and she's she's a Greek sure. Armenian. It sounds redundant. Greek, uh, Greek <laughs> Armenian. It's kind of the same, man. I mean, we both uh, very a lot of similarities. Uh, we we don't like to pay taxes. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't want IRS to hear this. In IRS, um,
0: no, no. I mean, I do it in the United States. All right, of course.
1: <laughs> I'm really happy for you. And uh, thanks. You, you, you're um. I met you through Russell Peters,
0: our good friend Russell Peters.
1: And uh, I always think about you two like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. You know, you guys are a great team. And I, I don't think anyone who are uh, open for him is best as you. No one. For <laughs> thanks,
0: man. He's Russell is. Uh, I mean, he's a very unique. Uh, thing about Russell, you know, he's so successful uh, as a, you know, his new Netflix series just came out and I'm in it. He's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, I've known Russell for 20 years and then I've seen his career blow up and I was with, with him the time when it was happening. And
1: did you know back then, even then he was going to knew thing? it?
0: Yeah. You know what? I, when I started, when the club started filling up Sure. and then, you know, and Russell's appeal really, this is what I, I think a lot America doesn't realize is that he appeals to half the world's population, you know, uh, India and Minimum. China. And yeah, exactly. He's like, what, 4 billion people are. Sure. And it's, and you know, there's, and the guy <coughs> is just, uh, it's amazing how, you know, we met, I remember my good, so I got to say this, our good story about when I first met you, we were driving around Hollywood. Yeah. When Russell lived at his big house in Coenga I remember we were looking for Airborne, great pink <laughs> grapefruit Airborne yeah. at three thirty four o'clock in the morning. It's just crazy you know the things you, and comics are nocturnal comics like to you know we, we goofed around we've done shows together and everything so yeah it's interesting it, it, it's um, it's a different path for sure uh, but I mean uh, I'm happy for the guy he really uh, he really deserves it and spread and he's generous about it also he's not one of those guys that keeps it to himself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you got to measure success in different ways. And I think that uh, I, well, I've well, had a lot of success,
1: but. Without, without a question, I, I can't think anybody more generous than, uh, you know, um, Russell. I mean, I think David Till for me is number two, but, like, Russell's number one. There's a massive gap in between number right. one and number two. But uh, he's a great friend. And I, I knew, like, when I met you, because. Russell was already saying how great you were. I didn't even have to give you time to get to know each other. And um, yeah, we I, had tr- I, I trust you right away because uh, anyone who's associated with Russell, 99.9% of the time uh, <clears> He's good a good people. He,
0: it's, you know, it's funny. You get, you know, we're comedians. Mm-hmm. And comedians, you, you have friendships. Sure. But comedians, like, like you and I can do a show uh, 2010. Yeah. And I may see you uh, uh, two years later. We can. I think comedians pick up where they left off. It's the kind of job where we're <clears throat> all over the place, all the time, and it's not that. It's not because you don't want to see that person. It's just like Ahmed Ahmed's one of my best friends. Yeah, and I, I gone to the Middle East with Ahmed, and now he's on Sullivan. He runs Son. the Middle East comedies pretty much, yeah. and he's with Steve Byrne and and all those guys. They're doing so good at Sullivan and Son. Yeah, and <clears throat> TBS. Funny. TBS. Very funny. Wait,
1: you're on it too, right? I, was,
0: I did. The, I did that uh, a pilot. I did the first two. Good, and they're really good. You know, it's produced by Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley and everybody. It's, yeah. it's a great. They're a great crew, and I've been lucky. I get. That. I've been working with Vince also. We can talk, but <laughs> it's like
1: they're um, nice guys.
0: They're nice guys, and you know what?
1: And funny I, guys. Yeah, you
0: can't say that a lot, and that's what I'm saying. I think I've been fortunate because you know, there's a lot of douchebags in Hollywood, in Los Angeles. And I've been lucky because you—you, uh, you tr- I think everyone in life doesn't matter what business you're in. Sure. We happen to be in the comedy business. You want to be associated to people. Everybody says that, Yoshi. Yeah. But I don't know if they follow through. And <clears throat> I've been fortunate because Russell, to me, I mean, we, we, we business is separate. We do the shows. He puts me in the shows because he says to me, "You're a funny guy." But we have a lot of fun together. And it's just, and now I've known him for so long. It's not like I mean, not like he's leaving for the Middle East and in India tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, I may see him in December, but we just pick up like where we left off. We'll go to Silver Spoon when it was open. We'll go to Dupars. We'll go to Corky's, you know, for breakfast. And then you and then <clears throat> Russell amasses people like Ruben, Paul, and Mike Favorman, and sometimes you see great Tom,
1: comedians, great, Good guys. great Tom
0: Papa, you know, Orny uh, Adams, uh, all kinds of people just. Kind of hang. They gravitate. I also want to attribute that to the Canadian thing, Mm -hmm. because we're Canadians living here. We tend to have a little bit. Being a stand-up comic, Yoshi, in Canada is difficult, man. You got to be good.
1: Now, now I I have listeners overseas, so I've been to Canada several times. But can you explain some of the difference between well (laughs) comedy scene US in Canada? Well,
0: the U.S. is ten times the population of Canada. Sure. So there's obviously more opportunities. Uh, not that Canada doesn't have, I mean, uh, just for laughs, the most prestigious comedy in festival in the world is in Montreal. So that's the best comedy festival, which I've had the good fortune of doing many times, galas and everything. So, um,
1: And you have uh, tr- traditionally many, many funny people have come from Canada. Lots of them. I mean, look at the Jim actors. Jim Carrey. And, uh, yeah.
0: Comedians, singers, actors, Absolutely. Everything. Look at Vegas now. You got like Celine Dion and Shania Twain and Cirque sure. du Soleil. It's all, but you <laughs> Russell Peters, Russell Peters. Yeah. But it, it, it's but I think in Canada it's not as many places to play, and there is a network. It's a bigger country sure. uh, geographically, and it's harder to do it because you got to travel so much. Right. You know, not that you don't travel in the U.S., but you go. You know, you can do shows in Edmonton and then Yellowknife and then Flin Flon. And I know people listening are thinking, "What? What? What the hell is that?" And that those are the names of the places that I've played.
1: I, I remember working in Saskatoon and Regina. Yeah. and like we were driving like all this, uh, across the prairies. Uh, yeah, it's it just middle of nowhere, <laughs> and
0: it's a long drive, man. It's, well, we—I <clears throat> just did like I just did a tour. Mm-hmm. Here's—I'll give you an example of a two-week tour we just did. I went. I flew to Chicago, and I did a Greek show at the casino with okay. Greek promotions live, and we had about 800 people at the Cube, uh, at the in Illinois, and that was great. And then I went to Albany and hooked up with Russell, so I got on the Russell tour, Albany, New York. We did a show in Albany. We got He has a tour bus now, so we took the tour bus. Damn. To, yeah, nice luxury tour sure. bus. I was with Spin Bad and, and Breezy and Russell and, you know, all that Eddie, And Yeah, and uh, Your fire. Eddie, you're fired. I love Eddie, and Eddie Eddie's a good kid, man. He really is. And and we were together. We went to Foxwoods Casino, big show, like five thousand people. Russell and you know, and then you know, you've been with Russell. Sure, first class hotels. First, I mean that's big for
1: most people, but that's to Russell's like it's just
0: for Russell. It's Thursday night, yeah. And for us, it's like fuck. Look at this place; is amazing. I mean. Uh, Always had fun And we did that And then from there I went to Hartford And then Hartford To Minneapolis To Saskatoon Saskatchewan Jesus And then two nights In Saskatoon And then we did Lloydminster Alberta And then we did Regina Estevan Then I flew to Thunder Bay Via Toronto Then I went to Ottawa For the Canadian Comedy Awards Mm -hmm. I was up for an award For Fred and Vinny The movie I did With Fred Stoller I lost because You know I didn't have enough votes Which is ironic Being nominated Was fun And then Sudbury, Ontario We're home of the Big Nickel And then from Sudbury To Winnipeg, Manitoba To Brandon And the reason I'm pissed off Is I was in Brandon, Manitoba And it was a wonderful tour It was for IG in Canada And they're a first class Sure. Um. Uh, company that we did the tour with. Uh. But then I got a call from my agent in L.A. on a Thursday night at 7 o'clock. I'm about to go on stage on Brandon Manitoba, and I had a a, a direct audition for Modern Family. And I was so pissed because, you know, I missed it by a day, and that happens. And I'm sure a lot of other performers will tell you the same yeah. thing. You're at a town... And then all of a sudden, what happens? Is you get a phone call, and they're like, "Oh, can you be here tomorrow morning? Jeff Greenberg wants to see you for Modern Family." And I'm like, "Shit! I love that show. It's the number one comedy."
1: You and you would have been perfect.
0: Man. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And of people,
1: having a daughter, you know how to be a father, and, a father, yeah, and yeah, all that, and,
0: and whatever the role is. So that's the life of a comedian. And I think <clears throat> coming from Canada, Canadian comics who come to the states. Realize it's a, a big terrain. It's a hard go in Canada, so that's why I think we're. It's almost like a comedy boot camp. Sure, being in Canada. So when you come to the states, and you get the like, the things that American or British comics complain about, and they do. Canadian comics will never complain about. Wait, give me. Oh, wait, sorry. Give me. Can you give me well, an example? I'm, look, I'm not gonna. I can't say names. No, no, don't uh, give me the Comedians, you know, who complain. But do you about think the
1: British comics? Are, uh, yeah, spoil? they're a
0: pain in the ass too. They I've, huh. I've toured in South Africa, British they, they never like the accommodations. They don't feel they they have enough freedoms. I'm like, fuck dude, the empire is over, man. <laughs> it's over. You know? And and, and for the most Pax part, Britannica,
1: whatever yeah, the hell you know, they used to whatever, call it? You
0: know, whatever, man. The sun never set on the British Empire. It's like and I lived in England for two years and there's a sure. lot of great comedians. I'm not I'm not taking that away. What I'm saying, yo, she is that <clears throat> I think, I
1: think I think you're right. I think Canadians do appreciate more.
0: We just, why, we're happy to have the gig.
1: You know, and I don't want to name names, but I remember one year in uh, Aspen when uh, Russell a, met someone there and he congratulated this comic for all the success, and this person ended up mocking <laughs> him. And, uh, you know, uh, at that point, Russell was far more, uh, you know, bigger. Support. Yeah, and, and um, I, I just didn't understand it. But, yeah, he.
0: I'll give you a good example, yeah. Yoshi. We're at the comedy store. Yeah. And Ahmed was there. who's was mm-hmm. a friend. And we saw Dice Clay. Yeah. Russell and I are both fans of Dice. So am I. Yeah. You know, and he may have been there. Tonight. And then we said, look, we want to meet Dice. You know, we just want to meet Dice. I mean, you're, we're, and Russell, let's be honest, as a comedian, is the he's the largest touring comedian in the world right now.
1: Ver, verified uh, by a guy named Chris Rock.
0: Chris Rock said it. Yes. And even Dave Chappelle said... Russell Peters has got game, you know. Yeah. I, I know we're doing this big, we're blowing Russell now on this radio, but he deserves it. But we saw Dice, and we wanted to say, "Hey, we wanted to say hi to him." And then Dice came out, and he goes, "Hey, Dice, Russell," and you know, Angela goes, I, goes "This," and I you can hear him. I don't want to talk to nobody. Oh, and I'm like, dude, we're just. And I thought Russell isn't the guy. The Canadian side of us is like we just wanted to meet, take a picture, and say hi. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. You could be the biggest comic in the world, but you'd still be a fan. And he sure. didn't. Now I, I don't know. In fairness to Dice, I don't. Maybe he didn't know who we were, so you can't say. Because uh, other guys. Oh, were, or like,
1: maybe he was having a bad day. We, having we, a bad day. We, I mean, I get yeah, it. Yeah, and People, he does play that character.
0: And he does play that guy. I mean, I still mm-hmm. like him. I mean, he's in that new movie and everything. I, I have an entourage.
1: I, I, I have to say. Phenomenal in Blue Jasmine.
0: Yeah, no, I want to go see him. And I think he's a great actor. And I saw him on uh, on uh, Dice. I saw him on Entourage. I thought he was great. You
1: know? He was great. And I think you know, art- we're
0: gonna do the fucking, yeah. you know, with <laughs> uh, with drama. I love that shit. But that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> Canadian comedians. Uh, a lot of the guys who come to L. There's a. There's because there's a big migration of comedians. You understand? Growing up in Canada, we had the best of British comedy and the best of American comedy. Sure. That's why we turn out in my opinion, some of the most innovative and, and creative comedians in the world because we have the best of both worlds. It's a Commonwealth country. we got the UK, England, and then we have, we're, we're neighbors of America. But I think what happens with going to uh, England, a lot of comedians, like myself, I lived there for two years. You, you, got, you were making a good living there. And then a lot of them come to America, which, you know, ultimately for film and television and sure. any other type of opportunity. You have to come here. You got to come to L.A., you know. You can hone your stuff in New York, which is great, too. Or, and there's so many great places to play here. And I think that's why Canadian comedians, uh, ten, that's why we won't complain about shit, man. I be, we'll be at a gig. Hey, hotel's clean. We got a gig. We can have a beer. Let's do the show. You know, I, other guys, I didn't like the bed. Uh, you know, I want—I I prefer a king to a queen. I prefer, you know, like whatever. Those are just semantics. And I think that's what makes the difference.
1: I, I, I think it's true. You know, we have a mutual friend, a very funny comedian, Jason Rouse. Jason Rouse. When you look at him, if you talk to him, you think he's a devil worshiper, some crazy guy. But when I tour with him, he couldn't be nicer. And that's the Canadian side of him. Even though he have all this crazy <coughs> tattoo and say crazy shit. You know. At the end of the day, he's very polite to the staff and everyone else. You know,
0: Jason is awesome. You're right. If you see Jason, he looks you want to like, call the cops right yeah, away. He looks like an abused squeegee kid, <laughs> and he's got he's got a huge heart. And I've been friends with Jason for a long time. I've you know Jason. We're, we're sort of the uh, antithesis of each other because we always end up at the same festivals sure. in England and South Africa and Australia. You always Me and Jason are so different yeah. that we actually work. That's what happens when you're completely opposite and you end up working with those guys There's more. no conflict. There's no know. conflict, and Jason is funny. Yeah. And there's a good example. <clears throat> Jason Rouse is uh, a talent that hasn't been mined yet. They kind of knew in Canada... He was the hot guy. He won Gemini Awards in Canada. He's an award-winning yeah. comedian. He's hilarious in England. I know he's big in Scandinavia. And Jason is a funny guy. But I think what happens in comedy, you got to find where you can mine. Where's your audience? And that's the problem sometimes. And I'm in. I'm in the same boat. It's like every. <clears throat> you, you know. You know how many times you've been to a club, Yoshi, and you see a funny comic, and you go, sure. "Fuck!" Brian Holtzman comes to mind. Brian Holtzman is one of the funniest comedians no one knows in L.A. And this guy will go on after He me. kills
1: every fucking time. He fucking time.
0: kills it. I remember being at the comedy store, and it was, you know, <clears throat> no, sorry, at the Laugh Factory, because mm-hmm. I worked at the Laugh Factory in in Hollywood, and Dane Cook was there, and Bob Saget, and Paul Rodriguez, and they're all doing sets, and then I had to go on after them, and then Brian Holtzman was there, and I didn't know him, and we went on after, and this guy goes, no, no, he goes, go ahead. Go, go ahead. And he went up and slayed it. Sure. And I thought, this guy's a genius. He's so funny. But I think what happens is that you, you it's it's like anything. Look at uh, new Hollywood movies. Look, anything you do now, especially with new social media, even what we're doing now here at the podcast, I think people, <clears throat> you have to find an audience that connects to you because there's a lot of funny guys. And you say, how come these guys don't have a TV show? How come they're not touring? Because I think, the one thing you have to learn, you're, it's a self-employment business. Yeah. You're the producer, you're the director, you're the writer, you're the editor, you're the promoter, you're a lot of things. And I think the one thing you learn in Canada is you have to do all those things. Yeah, no
1: one's going to do it for They're you. They're not yeah.
0: going to do it for you. I'm not saying there's not a system, but it you know you I've been proactive in my career. I get my wife's involved now, Alina. You know yeah. she does all the press and publicity for me. And we.
1: And she's very savvy about. She's, savvy. she's very savvy about. And, comedy. you know, and, they
0: have, and, 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 and in fairness, they have great shows in Canada. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm going to go do the show uh, uh, on Thursday night called CBC's Accent on Toronto. CBC is a public broadcaster, radio, LOL comedy, and it's like they get like 2 million listeners. Um, And they have, uh, it's a great show. I've done it nine or 10 times, and, yeah. it's, and, and it's taped live for a radio audience. And. Ca- Canadians tend to really uh tune in. There's a show called The Debaters where comedians debate um subjects and it's huge success. Is, is it similar to like a Bill Maher kind of Well, subject? no, um yeah, well sort. Of. I mean, <clears throat> it's two comedians debating. Yeah. You can make it funny. Bill Maher tends to be We see John Stewart Bill Maher all those kind Colbert. of guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Colbert. They're, they're they're kind of a uh, we have, well, we have Rick Mercer in Canada who does yeah. that stuff and it's more of a you know it, it, it's it's a it's a talk about um um about the political situation right now we have a US government shutdown sure we're still in it you know and i, I sent a tweet out and we'll get, i sent a tweet out i said US government shutdown i said in greece they call it tuesday <laughs> yeah. you know because it's like in greece they're happy when the government opens then people can get stuff but I think the uh, the reason I'm bringing up these shows is because mm-hmm. I've been happy to be a part of them, and when people listen to them, they realize, wow, you know, the these shows that are being done in Canada are are on the on the edge in a sense that they there's a lot of great talent there, mm-hmm. and people debate and I think people enjoy that kind of thing. The difference is in America, Republicans and Democrats will get into it. We're in Canada and nobody gives a shit. We had a minority government for five years with Stephen Harper. Yeah. And it was still there. And there's so much apathy in Canada towards politics because they have socialized health care. They have the number one credit rating in the world. So That's right.
1: During two thousand eight, you didn't have banking crisis. Not
0: much. Mm-mm. I mean, they, they they would play up to that, but let's be honest: the Canadian banks are very reserved, like British banks. They weren't giving out subprime loans. Yeah, you, you had gardeners in L.A. making thirty-five grand, getting half million-dollar loans. I know. And then opening it, uh, KFCs in Guatemala City later. I heard. I know a guy that did that. I yeah. thought, brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's. Um you know, the few times I used to live in up in Seattle, so I used to go Canada, up, and people can put po- <clears> more <throat> politer. and then it's just amazing. Just you just cross the border, how the attitude's different. But I have to say, when it comes to Canadian comics, not only are they funnier, funny, very funny groups of people, but they're very sophisticated. Because you guys already make this assumption that you have to go overseas. You know, really, oh, we I, have to. Yeah, see, most Com- American comics don't even think about that at all. So
0: uh, they I, wouldn't go. They wouldn't go. They wouldn't <laughs> go,
1: and they think <clears throat> it's strange. So it only happened for me because I just happened to visit Montreal 10 years ago and met Russell and not knowing how big he was. Right, right. But through him and from his friends such as yourself and Rouse, I, it opened really th- literally the whole world Scandinavia, Australia, New Zealand, Canada. You know. UK. Well, Russell,
0: see, Russell was one of the first guys to travel to yeah. these places. Russell went to South Africa. Uh Jason and I Gavin Stevens and other Canadian, we got into these places because of Russell. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He really is a tra- trailblazer. Re- Russell's like the he's like the travel nomad of comedy because Russell would go to uh, Russell went to England way before. He had a show in England what, 15 years ago. Before anybody even he wasn't even big in Canada that much as he was in England. Yeah. And then <clears throat> you know and then we go to Singapore and uh, KL Kuala Lumpur and Dubai and Abu Dhabi and Russell is doing all these, uh, as I call them, shows. Ahmed Ahmed's another one. In the Middle East with Maz Gibrani. we do these comedy pilgrimages. We did this tour. Ahmed Ahmed, Eric Griffin, and I. Nine countries. You know, 20 flights, 50 hotels. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. Oman, Doha, Qatar, Kuwait, Saudi. Uh, We were getting paid. We weren't getting paid. Um, uh, uh, Ahmed did that wonderful documentary, Just Like Us. Which was on Showtime, which won awards.
1: He also did what was Access of Evil tour. Access of yeah. Evil,
0: which was their that was your that was big thing. And I've been lucky, Yoshi. I've been fortunate to to work with Russell, to work with Ahmed, to work with Vince Vaughn. To work open for Tom Jones. It's a funny path. And so because if
1: somebody were told you, right after you doing first open mic ever that you're going to end up traveling all over the world. I don't think at that time no you way. probably believe that cuz No way. Um
0: I wouldn't even end, look we're in my we're in my apartment in Los Angeles. Here yes. in Valley Village, Studio City and I'm married with a beautiful daughter and I don't know it's it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird thing, man. You can if you see comedians you go, "Did you ever think this was going to happen?" Well, I, I wanted something. I think we all want something sure. to happen. We just don't know what here i am in the, uh, riding a camel at the pyramids walking the ruins of petra standing at the foothills of the acropolis yeah being at cape point south africa and we're doing caught co- you forget you're there to do comedy i was in japan <laughs> doing I can't, comedy I can't even, and they all wait, follow wait, an American wait, hold on, hold, sumo, on yeah.
1: hold on hold on wait you never told me you went to japan yeah to i went to my, japan for there, military bases no no
0: no no it was a tour out of uh the uk and uh and there was a tour of the United uh, United Kingdom. And they, we do it for expats. Right. And we were at sh- Shinjuku. Shinjuku, yeah. Shinjuku. And I, and I was with Tom Stade, another great Canadian comedian who's a big star now in England. And, you know, we were there and people kept bowing to me. Yeah. And I didn't understand why. The, was, Tom Stade's like, hey, man, I don't know why they're, they're they're bowing to you, man. And then the guy goes afterwards, he goes, they think I'm, I'm over 365 pounds. And the guy goes, they think you're an American sumo. <laughs> Wrestler? Right, you know, a sumo. And they're fucking sumos are rock stars in Japan. I had these pretty Japanese girls at the karaoke place. And I'm thinking in, if you're... It's, over, it's, not, it's,
1: a, it's not only sports, but it's a, it's like an a, a, a extension of a religious uh, practice over there. Seriously. It's, it really a, is. Yeah.
0: So if you're big in Asia, yeah, babes run to you because they figure you're successful, you're fat, you eat, you have money. Yeah, if you're large in America, you're unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's so because you're eating a Popeyes. Yeah, you know it's so weird how that <clears throat> dynamic in Hong Kong, uh, uh, Thailand, uh, you know, uh, Beijing, I've had the <clears> opera <throat> Macau, you know, uh, going to Singapore, uh, KL, all these places on different tours and then the other phenomena was you know because my heritage is greek sure i've had a greek following where i actually do a show in gringlish which is greek and english which is the name of the new show i'm doing and i got followings in south africa in uh, australia and new zealand and canada and the uk and that's another thing so in this last tour i just did i did an american show I did a Greek show. I did a Canadian corporate show. I did three different wait, 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 shows. When you
1: say Greek show, you, you speak Greek. You speak Greek in the oh, show. Wow.
0: So it's done in Gringlish because I grew up with my parents were both immigrants. So, you know, I was born in Montreal and I grew up in Ottawa. So I grew up in Ottawa. I lived in Toronto, lived in London, lived in Los Angeles. And everybody says, "Why? how did you learn how to speak Greek? And I said, because my mother couldn't speak English. Sure. My my parents were both, uh, you know, from Greece. And, and that's, it's funny because... I'm now going, as I was telling you, November 24th. For the first time ever, I'm going to Athens, Greece at the Michael Kakoyanis Theater to do a show called Gringlish about growing up in the Western world diaspora as a Greek. And I'm going back to Greece. And as you know, they have a lot of... And this
1: is also going to be part of your documentary too, Yes, it's
0: part of the documentary, and we're filming it as a stand-up comedy special. And I've been offered, Yoshi, like Showtime people have reached out to me to do another comedy special and other people have reached out and they go, why do you want to go to Greece? And I feel I think there's a lot of great comedy specials on TV but yeah. I think they all look the same now. You need to differentiate a bit and I'm going and I, it, it, it's not even this isn't a popularity contest this isn't a get rich thing. No. I need to do it. My father died of Alzheimer's. Before my dad would die and we could have conversations and he was still at his faculties He'd always say to me, "Okay, you're doing this comedy thing. Why don't you go to Greece and do a comedy show?" And it stuck with me. And then my father died; he had Alzheimer's. He passed on, and it was—it's a very nice tribute <clears throat> to my to my dad, yeah. to my family, to my heritage. And I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, I think going there now—it's because everybody says to me, "Are you going? Is it? Are you trying to be, you know, rich or famous?" I go, "I need to do it." Yeah. It's a little bit of closure for me. I need to go there. We got wonderful uh, producers uh, and directors working on it. Robert Cordelione, I'm giving a shout-out. George Tsutsulas and a whole team, and we're working together. And these guys are great. They they get my vision. They get what I'm doing. Um, you know, and <clears throat> we're, we're going to – we don't – this is a real ambitious project because sure. we really don't know – things are not good in Greece, economically it's not good, unemployment's not good, debt has oh, r- been
1: like that for good five years. Five but, years, yeah. and
0: I think the Greeks need to laugh, and I think, and they're getting, uh, comedy's getting more popular there. I'm the first uh, Greek, American, Canadian, Canadian-American, because I'm living in both countries, uh, to go there and do a show, and it'll be in English, but we're <clears> calling it Gringlish, because to me it's all Gringlish. I think in Greek, talk in English, talking English, thinking Greek.
1: And, you know, whenever I go overseas and meet, like in Scandinavia, when I meet a g- Greek person, I would tell them, I, do you know a guy named <coughs> Angela
0: Serkis? And they like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, it's, it's crazy. Isn't it's a that, crazy network, isn't it? Um, There's not a lot of us, right? There's a, maybe 20 million, 25 million Greeks in the whole world. Big for a little country, it's a big impact. Sure, because the the Germans are there's a there's a big deal about the debt crisis in Greece. Greece is the domino behind uh, the euro right now. Look at Italy and Spain and Ireland and Portugal. You know the pigs, as yes. they call them. They're all <clears throat> the only difference is the Greeks tell the Germans to fuck off. Mm-hmm. We, you know, and it's a nonconformist mentality. They had it in World War II. They have it. I'm not. I'm not saying it's right. But this is the way they are. Yeah. And I get it. And that's why I'm good And I also there.
1: know the Germans in their uh, ways, too.
0: The Germans are, look, like a powerful nation. Yes. And that's very industrial, very powerful. I mean, you, I tip my hat off to them. I mean, when it comes to business and manufacturing, fuck, you know. They need well, this. you
1: know what happened last time? They neglect economically. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Eda for right <laughs> now. We don't, don't ra- want to go
0: there. there. And when I good friend of mine is Michael Mittermayr, who's a German comic. Sure, huge. Sounds yeah. Oxymoron rambable, hey? yeah Michael Mittermayr, <laughs> he's funny, man. He's so funny. I, I was trying to do a show with him in Greece. I would imagine a German comic and doing a show in Greece. <laughs> Fuck, poor guy. I don't think he'd get out alive. You know.
1: I, I I'm really looking forward to. Um, uh, this documentary Who, who's who's directing it I, I mean- it's,
0: it's directed by a wonderful uh, uh filmmaker and director in toronto canada named george Tsutsulas okay been friends with george for a long time and he's got a great eye and <clears throat> he started this the, the whole idea of the documentary was to give you a synopsis at 35 years old uh my marriage failed in ottawa i went to jail my dad died i lost My business.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I don't remember about this jail part. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I, I, I was my first wife. It's good to see. And I was a, she, you know, it was one of those domestic things. Uh, I was acquitted of all charges. Of course. You know, um, uh, it was more of a misunderstanding. Sure. Is the way I look at it. You know, it, it was just something that. You know, and every, I'm sure everybody has their own story yeah, about breaking You can find up. a
1: sweeter comic than you, Angelo. Yeah, I mean I, I, you, get, I mean, I
0: got a temper sometimes, but I yeah. think really we all do. But yeah, she just, it, it, let's just say it didn't work out. Yeah. And all this shit happened. That, that's why I, I was forced to leave Ottawa in a sense. I moved to Toronto and just started broke yeah. with all my stuff and the garbage bags in the truck, Literally, 900 bucks in my pocket. I moved to Toronto and thought, okay, I'm going to go back into comedy. Like, fucking, everybody thought I was crazy. They go, what are you doing? What do you mean? You're going back into comedy? This is ridiculous. Go get a regular job. Oh, so,
1: so there was a period you were in comedy.
0: Yeah, I, I got out of it. Got, I was in comedy, got out of it.
1: You had a restaurant, restaurant, wife. travel agency, wife,
0: all that stuff. A bowling alley. I was a businessman. Greeks, yeah. you know, we're like Greeks. You're like, you like Koreans. We like the like all the business. fucking diners are Greek. All the diners are Greeks. Things, yeah. Who's gonna feed everybody? <laughs> of have or soup. But and I see, and that's what happened in the documentary. Then we go from there. What I, what we agreed upon in the documentary was, it wasn't compelling enough. My story ends up in L.A. and I got you know a beautiful wife and beautiful daughter, and that's great. But I, did, I thought it was just a regular story. I, but I this thing, this going to Greece. Greece is it's opened unbelievable. And, uh, yeah. I think this is where all the interest is coming in right yeah. now. And and then we got a uh, wonderful uh, producer, Robert Cordileone mm-hmm. from Montreal. So it's a it's a basically a. It's a Canadian co-pro, and we got good people behind it, and uh, I'm excited about it. I, I'll be honest, I don't know how it's going to turn out because, you know, I, I don't want to label nothing, but they're having a hard time in Greece. But I need to go do this, man. I mean, it's we're documenting a dream. I, I've performed everywhere in the world, but the one place I've never performed is Greece. And wait, I'm wait, only, so
1: even to this day you haven't performed Never there. done a
0: show there. I didn't know that. Never done a show there.
1: You've done a show in uh, 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 Melbourne, which is like... Uh, Melbourne, uh, uh, which Outside is, of Greece, Is the most uh, populated city for uh, Greek, Greek citizens. For, yeah. Greek, for
0: Greek people living yeah. outside, and outside. And, 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 and Australia is awesome. It's a huge Greek population. And yeah. I was just there in May. I did the Sydney Comedy Festival, and it was great. They treated me really nice there. Nice people. I love Australia. I like going on... A, I'm supposed to go back again next year to do some more shows.
1: But yeah This this isn't news to me I just figure You've been performing Greece all this time All this time No And,
0: and see And all my Correspondents And yeah. all my press They always say Greek, Canadian Comedian Angel Trugas I never said it They said it Yeah And they go Why do you say Greek? Well because I never Changed my name and they said, you should have changed your name. And I go, oh, no, you know, like, like, like it, it, it's worked out for Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, and believe me, up. that's a tongue twister. And, and, and Zach, and I met Zach years ago at the Comedy Festival in Montreal with my brother. We went out for hot dogs. It was really weird. We were at 2 in the morning. Such a nice guy. My brother goes, Zach, are you really Greek? He goes, yeah. And <clears throat> it was funny because he goes, man, he goes, why should I change my name? That's my name. Sure. And I thought you know, I, I, he really, it really inspired me. And I thought, you know what, man? that's And he's done so well. I'm a big fan of his. And uh, Melina Canacaridis, who's on CSI New York, who I've met many times. And, and, and her and her husband. And she's a doll. And, I mean, uh, Michael Checklist. John Stamos, Jennifer Aniston, if you look Andy, at Hollywood, Andy
1: Melanakis,
0: Andy Melanakis. I'm a fan of Andy's. I like these. I saw him do the show on Melrose. He's funny.
1: And one of the most beautiful Greeks of all, Sasha Grey. Sasha, Sasha Grey.
0: Yeah, she's Greek, man. And she's you know Greeks are sexually charged people, so <clears throat> it's fitting.
1: And I, 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 I can't wait. So you, you're you're filming this next month, but when 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 are you airing it? Is it is it Showtime? Well, it's good. We don't know yet. Uh, oh, okay. Most likely There's been
0: heavy interest right now We have a big um,
1: Most likely next year
0: Yeah, Equinox Pictures is behind this also mm-hmm. uh, In Canada Very reputable They distributed films like Big Fat Greek Wedding yeah. And Lord of the Rings and stuff We got we have a, a lot of good people behind this And they're all rooting for it <clears throat> And I'm uh, excited as shit to go do this I really am uh, One of my dad's village Daphne Sparti Laconia Peloponnesos Greece. That's this the name village. of it. That's the where my dad's from. It's a little village and we're we're going right there man. We're going right to the epicenter where it started. And <clears throat> my dad's dream as an immigrant to come to Canada, have children and that's why for me most, uh, you know Yoshi it's going to be a bit emotional because I'm going back. Sure. It's a whole journey back. My father left during war and strife and starvation and everything and and like most immigrants, like all when you look at America, whether Italian, Polish, uh, yeah. Greek, South American, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But this is my journey. This is my story, and I'm going. Back. It's more of a to honor my dad, you know. And, and, and
1: uh, you know, I really like this because by the time your daughter could really appreciate it, it's a hi- family history, right? Right. It, it's 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 great to pass on to. I, you, well, I you, want yeah. her to
0: know. I, I want to take my daughter one day to Greece. I'm, sure. I'm very proud of my heritage. I know a lot of people tend to shy away from it, but it's very much a part of who I am. And uh, and look, I'm a proud Canadian. I'm proud to say I live in America. Yeah, you know I love America too. It's different. You know, as a Canadian, we we welcome you. (laughs) Yeah, we will. And I I, know I love America, man. Sure. Because look, I got a lot of friends here. My wife's American. My daughter's half and half. Yeah. My daughter's like a creamer now. She's half Canadian, half. (laughs) She's half Canadian, half American, half Greek, half. And have Armenian. I said enough times? I don't know, but
1: your daughter's beautiful, and she's oh, a thank sweet, you. sweet girl.
0: My little cutie pie, and she, I, she's been—you know—now there's you know, new material now coming out because of the marriage. Of course, of course. all comedians. <clears throat> she's a little flirt, and she's a little doll. And I, you know, that's the hard part about being on the road now. Uh, you know, I miss my family. It's—you
1: uh, know—I I never thought uh, Russell—he's not married anymore—but Russell got married. I couldn't imagine him having kids, but it, it's surprising how much kids would change people. Oh, he misses his daughter. A he told lot, me, you know, like sometimes if you're a big time comic after the show, you want to maybe see any pretty girls. First thing right after the last show, he get the fuck out of the place and drive back if he can yeah. drive back and see the daughter. Or he skypes
0: know? with his little girl. Yeah, we were in uh, we were in Caesars Casino in uh, Windsor, across from mm-hmm. Detroit, and his little girl was there. And she's backstage with a little flashlight.
1: Sure.
0: You know, Clayton was there and uh, Mama Peters and everybody. Clayton's Russell uh, Peters. Brother. Uh,
1: older brother. brother, his older brother manager. Yeah.
0: Manager. He used to be my manager now, but we're, we're good friends. And uh, and he's, uh, yeah, and there's Christiana with a little flashlight. And Russell's happy. It's a, It becomes a family thing. And I think he was happy she was with him. She came to Canada. And, you know, he they go back and forth uh, with uh, and, and his mom. Uh, loves I mean it's <clears throat> We're at that age now You know You're gonna have kids And And It's nice Because I, I, I Now that I'm away I find sometimes that You know I miss my family You know sure. I mean, I've been to these places before I've done it It's nice It's nice to meet new people Do things And Uh you know, have girls with big boobs come up telling you you're you're funny and you want to have a drink and i'm like fuck you know i can't <laughs> you know jesus that's my my kryptonite is carbohydrates and horrors so I, I i just think i'm yeah. like look uh i have a, a cute little daughter and i always bring up pictures i'll tell you a funny story we're doing a stand-up live in phoenix with russell and these two hot sisters came out and they were talking and do you really have a daughter? Yeah, and I haven't have a picture of, of Olivia and I pull out a picture and I show them, "Oh my god, your daughter's so cute." And I you know and they she showed me pictures of her saying, "It's I'm a single mom, she's really hot." And Russell saw this and he went into the green room, got his phone and he came out to show pictures <laughs> of his daughter. I go, you're girl. such a cock blocker. You're a baby blocker. And he brings out because these girls are hot. And they're yeah. like, oh, it's so cute. You're such a good dad. <laughs> Jesus and you know, and, and he goes, oh, here's my daughter. <laughs> so it's it's it was so funny. You know, here we are showing pictures of our kids. You know, and, and it, it's, a uh, it's a different. It's a different. It's like the thing
1: the guys do. Like I have a better car. So here's a picture of my car. Yeah, my, here's car. my yeah. car.
0: You know. It's like guys who wear wedding bands to pick up chicks. It's, sure. It's true, though. You, it, when I was single, you'd meet girls and talk yeah. to them. you put a wedding band on, have a baby. Women, it's like fucking... They're like fridge magnets. They they just stick on you. They're like, oh, it's so nice. Well, You're, you know what they
1: say? It's easy It's easier to find a new job when you have a job already. Right. And, and something right. about being married, I think to women, it's like there's nothing more desired for the men who already... Who are be. married, who, yeah. who
0: they have... Uh, He's able to make a commitment, right? He's able to. Because but, to
1: her, I think they're thinking, like, he's able to keep this girl, and she has needs, and obviously he's meeting those needs. Right. Whatever, you know. Yeah, no, no, you're know.
0: right. It's a, it's a psychology. Sure. It's almost like what you have what you, you want, what you can't have, right? But <clears throat> I just found it funny now because, you know, guys would compete. You know, 10 years ago, you'd be competing with girls. Sure. And now we're showing baby, baby pictures. Baby pictures pick up chicks oh here's my daughter oh here's my daughter oh yeah you know it's so it's so funny I know it's just hilarious and I'm like dude what the hell man it was so funny
1: I um, I will this is what I would like for you you know if I may say so sure uh, you get you do this I know it's going to go really well and then what what amazing story outside of the theater your family family history and I hope some influential people will watch it and love the show and give you whether it's a movie or a TV show so you could stay more in LA and you know, well, that's I, really I, cool, man. I mean, I, I, uh, I, don't. I think that would be perfect for you. You know, your sitcom or something where. <clears> that's still, what I'm hoping for. You would still still spend a lot of time working in LA, but you know, one weekend in Vegas or, or twi- twice, something like that. That would be a perfect scenario for you well, and your wife and kid, you know.
0: I, I really would like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've, been, look, I've been lucky.
1: I mean, you paid your dues. Paying for that thing. in,
0: paying in. It's sometimes, and you you know, you question yourself as a performer. And I don't begrudge success mm-hmm. to anyone because anybody gets success. But at the same time, it, it also measures your own uh, place and where your career is. Sure. And I think sometimes it's not that you are jealous or envious, but you're thinking, man, I keep chugging away I've been lucky <clears> the <throat> last couple of years I've been on the Vince Vaughn Wild sure. West tour and Vince has been really good he's one of the he's a, one of the coolest I met, guys I've man. ever great met. Guy. All Steve those guys, Byrne, I
1: don't know him that well but a couple times a man couldn't be a Steve nicer Byrne, person those
0: guys are great man all those guys Steve Byrne Ahmed and, and, and Bill Byrne I did, I got to do Just for Laugh Chicago last year with Vince and Vince is now we're, we're developing a show a sitcom show with Vince's company with Wild West because
1: and, you will make money for him,
0: yeah <laughs> and, and 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 that's it's a big compliment though at the same time that they they find you funny enough where you're doing stuff so that, that's a work in progress right yeah. now that we've been working on and,
1: and what's that kid? Uh, not a kid I'm older than him, but that that uh, Jose. You know who I'm talking about? That uh, Mexican kid. Uh, he's very tall. He's in uh, uh, Sullivan's he has- son.
0: Oh, right, right. Uh, Jesus. Jesus, I'm Jesus, sorry. Yeah, he plays a Mexican guy. Uh,
1: very, very funny dude. And a nice guy, too. Yeah, and a nice and, guy. And
0: uh, look, those guys, Roy Wood Jr., Jesus, and uh, Owen Benjamin, and, and you know, uh, Brian it's, it's Doyle. It's great Murray. because
1: they're all funny, talented guys, but I, I've seen them together, and they have such a good time hanging out with Well, they're know, having,
0: yeah. they have fun. Like, I, I was lucky I got to do the <laughs> pilot, the first two shows with them, and... And uh, you know, you, got, you know, like Peter Billingsley, mm-hmm. another uh, Victoria Vaughn, all that they're they're such great people, man, and they really know their shit. Uh, <clears throat> there's no bullshit. Great to hang out with, and they and they they're making great movies and television shows and stuff. And and I'm just fortunate that they they like my comedy enough and they like me enough where that we're we're developing stuff and and we're in the process of everything right now. And, <clears throat> and you know, I'm hoping, like you said, now for me. I'm at that point where I, I love doing the comedy. Sure, it's hard being on the road sometimes.
1: You have a wife and a kid. I got a wife mm-hmm. and
0: kid, and I mean, I, look, I when I come back, my wife wanted to get her hair done. If she goes away for a couple hours, she's okay. You know, she misses the baby, and I, and I'll play with my daughter and do stuff and. And I, we're, we don't want to get a... We're not in a position where we want to get a nanny or can afford one. Yeah. But <clears throat> I don't want my wife to go to work either. I'd rather... I think it's better for Alina to be home with the baby. It's so important, n- that nurturing part of it. Especially I think the first should, The first years, couple yeah. of years, I want... You know, she should be with her mom. And I'll work double hard so my wife can have that. And, and I feel better about it, too. Sure. I mean, I don't want her... You know, everybody goes, well, oh, don't you want your wife to go to work? It's weird. I, I'd rather... I I know it's a bit old school, but I'd rather take care of my family and uh, have my wife take care of it. And I think that's, again, based on our upbringing. She's Armenian, I'm Greek, but we're, at the same time, we have those family values that we both agree on strongly. And it's important to us, you know, we want our daughter, I don't want her being raised. I mean, I mean, I want her to learn Spanish, but, you know maybe at a later age yeah you know so it's like <clears throat> and, and especially in LA most of the I, I
1: definitely see it with your wife and, and her brother Ara very close I, Armenian yeah you know, we're close uh, yeah. you know, And
0: Ara does comedy he puts shows on all around Los Angeles and, it's
1: very uh, savvy she used to work for Jay Moore Jay, you know, she yeah. worked
0: for Jay Moore she works she, she was a line producer at CBS uh, she's an actor she did modeling she's wonderful I've, I've been really lucky to have such a Wonderful, beautiful wife.
1: Don't be surprised. Eighteen years from now, your daughter have to be a bigger star. All I know, because, man. No kidding, but, man. Because be like, she she will have access and connection and experience with people in the show business. My you know?
0: daughter. I, you know what? I, I hope she doesn't get in the show business. You know, I want her to do something else, but I don't know. It's I mean, funny. Because, uh, it's
1: funny that um, um, Russell Peters' daughter likes uh, your daughter. Yeah. Oh, so I could see them going to the same
0: school. I know. It's funny. <laughs> it's so cute. She. I see Christiana. She'll put a little picture going, "Baby Livy, Baby mm-hmm. Olivia." It's so she's kissing the picture, and it's so funny. <clears throat> we went another good friend of mine who's been doing really good lately is Jim Jeffries. Oh yeah, and Jim's on FX? legit on FX and legit, and the guy is so funny. We did a we did a Canada Day show July first at the Comedy Store. It was sold out on a Monday night. We had like you know, Jim dropped in to do a set, and we had Harlan Williams, Jeremy Hots, Russell, Russell Peters, yeah. Russell Peters. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it was uh, completely. Remember sold that out. you were yeah, there, right? Yeah. And then you had Jeff Ross came up at the end. Sure, and we put all these. Cana- it was Canada Day's birthday party, and Jim has a little boy, and we go over sometimes to his house with Levy, and the kids play together. It's so cute to see, and here are my you know. It's so weird in a way You got two of the biggest comics in the world Russell and Jim And my daughter's playing with their kids Yeah You know yeah, And, 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 and they're, that's they're, something you don't find off Like Kira Sultanovich Is another <clears throat> phenomenal comic
1: She works a and lot in Tonight she, Show and, her,
0: and she works in the Tonight Show And, and Kira's <clears throat> little boy We go to her It's funny now You have a, all my comic friends Who are really funny and talented And, and Kira's such a good friend And her, her little boy My daughter's going to her son's birthday party then
1: those you know, ki- those I don't know what's gonna happen twenty what, to years from kids, now. Kids, those kids, those kids gonna grow up, right? You know, and uh, they're going to be funny kids, you right. know. Right,
0: and I mean it's so funny how you go, and it's it's like, <clears> that's <throat> what's so uh, I find it so funny now we're at that age now where the kids are because before it'd be like, well, you have like uh, you know they, what they call play dates, sure, you know, and they go over and but it's so funny because Jim's holding. Jeffrey's was hilarious. You know, we took a tour of the house. Kate was showing us the house. His partner
1: does he have a boy or girl? I forgot. His little boy. Boy, okay.
0: Hank, little, beautiful little boy, so cute. And Jim goes, I'll leave the. He goes, leave the kids with me, mate. So Olivia is playing with his son, and uh, we're touring the house. And then we, he, they gave uh, biscuits, and he they gave a biscuit to Hank, and my daughter grabbed it first, and Jim says, get used to it, mate. They take half of everything you got <laughs> in the end, which I thought was so funny. And but it's funny how, you know, just because we're comedians or on the road and all that stuff, now I think you know we're, at, it's an interesting time for me because I know it's a lot of my peers and a lot of my friends who I work with on the road and festivals, we've all got kids now, mm-hmm. you know, and there's somebody at the door, somebody's <laughs> knocking at the door,
1: yeah. Um,
0: uh, um, I know this is weird. We're doing an interview, honey. There's somebody at the door. Is she here? Is it okay if I check the door? Oh yeah, I'll pause, so I'll pause it. it.
1: Oh, we're back. So um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't I I'm I'm not really surprised this things just working out for you because um I I, I have a luxury of no get to know you after the show and before the show this is something the fans will never have experience you know and it's just it's so fun to hang out with you and Russell. And the way he always see you and smile and give you a hug, and yeah, you guys do specific hugs,
0: and hugs and wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know.
1: It's just it's, um, it's hard. It's you know, I, I have I work in the dough business, so I have a lot of soft spot for my close friends, but for for comedians too. And whenever something bad happens to some of our mutual comedian friends, right, right, it, I don't know why it really gets gets to me more than. Other people, you know. Right. And and um, I, I think...
0: We're I, so exposed.
1: Yeah, we're so honest most of the time. So, I
0: think most... Look, comedy to me is the last bastion of free speech mm-hmm. and intelligence. Because we're still say like, like <clears throat> look what's going on in the world. There's problems in Syria. There's problems in Africa. There's problems in America. You know, everywhere. Sure. We need to laugh. I think people forget <clears throat> we do bring something. And I think that's why comedy is always going to be a staple... People, laughing releases endorphins. It makes you feel better. Money can make you f- seem to feel better. And I'm not saying, and, and all the, but laughter is from the, from the, from the belly, from the heart. When you laugh, you laugh, you, <clears throat> you know, if you're a shitty mood or you don't feel good, you're laughing. It kind of breaks down your barriers yeah. for you. And I think, you know, I'm not saying be an idiot, but I think we need, we need to laugh more especially now sometimes you look at a situation uh, look at you know people say why 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 do you see it as being funny and i think that's why i think we're so exposed as comics that it is a small community in a sense it
1: it really is and and unlike other people you're right even if you don't see somebody for someone for two years as soon as we see them we're just back to that point again yeah
0: I te- always tease so I, I won't see you and go, hey Roshi what's going on you know what I mean? because it's, but that's it's sort of <clears throat> the same with Russell I mean he he'll go away and you know go away and it's like you know Joe Coy is like that I, I don't see him all the time if I see him hey man what's going on you know and I mean it's just there's so many great guys that you know but it's that kind of business also it yeah. is a lone wolf business it,
1: it, it's a brotherhood and sisterhood you it's know. a brother yeah. and
0: sisterhood and there's so many funny guys and comedians and and there's, you know what? I will say this for the most part. Uh, there's a lot of humility mm-hmm. from comedians. I mean, there's assholes too, man. But you just got to call them on it, and they, and they realize it. You know, I was like if somebody gets out of line a little bit, you say, "Look, stop being a fucking dick," and they get it. And
1: and, and I know this doesn't really happen to you, and it definitely doesn't happen to Russell. But when you do have a bad show, it does remind you. Like it does humble you. <laughs> <It> really <laughs> you, does, man. Was, it's like.
0: You no, I had know, a couple of you know, like if you do that, you know, that San Manuel Casino yeah. gig, which is middle earth, I think. Ruben Paul said it best. I I used the word equestrian. <laughs> and Ruben Paul says equestrian, Ange, really? Yeah. Like you saying it like, what the fuck? These people don't and they were booing me. I did this big show on a Saturday night in uh at the National Arts Center in Ottawa, Canada, Canada's Capital, four thousand people. Sure. And you know, it was wonderful. Standing ovation. That was Saturday night, Wednesday night. I'm at Sammonwell Casino, at the Tucket Room, and it was Ruben and so, And they were booing me off the fucking stage. Wait, wait, wait why? Because they just didn't. They just na 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 na. Nah, you suck, you fat bastard. Just, and I was laughing. I sat. Wait, and wait, wait when, this, is this is true. Recent? Yeah, about two years ago. Oh, and and it's funny. The reason was because they, they've lost all their money at the casino. There's oh. no, there's no admission. It's a Wednesday night. They hate their fucking lives. So <clears throat> I got up there and I was the easy target. Everybody else in the show was black or Latino. I'm the only white guy in the show, and they were just going Say no at more. Me. Yeah. And then the funny part, Roshi, was I sat there and laughed at them. Yeah. It did not bother me. And Ruby goes, "Man, I admire the fact." And I said, "Dude, it, I get it." To the point where they started to turn on themselves at the end, because they said, "Well, we just gotta hate something." I go, "Of course." You work at Wendy's. You spent your paycheck at the fucking casino. You're in here now, and you're hating me because I'm trying to do joke structure.
1: And let's be frank. Dave Chappelle got booed and heckled in Hartford, Connecticut, what, two months ago? Yeah, like, it's, that's Steve he's Chappelle. One of the funniest
0: guy of all time. Of all time, and they're still booing Chappelle. Yeah. And he's like, man, what's wrong with people? Like, do Rick James and do the I mean, fuck, you know, it's just people are, <clears throat> But you know, it, it depends on your environment, too. Yeah you know you can do great shows and then you do shows where you're like what am i doing here like you know what what like, you know you do corporate shows which are great you know, put the suit on look good you do theater shows you do casino shows you do your own show you do your you know shows the flappers or whether it's a comedy magic club in hermosa beach which is one of my favorite clubs yeah and that one in the laugh factory it's a little but the comedy magic club hermosa is just a different that's a different like a different zone to do comedy. And you see, like, Larry Miller and Gary Shandling and Franklin Ajay and all those guys popping in. It's a different place. I so love playing that place.
1: It's, it, it's, it's, I know you, I don't think you follow baseball, but if you're a baseball player, it's like playing for New York Yankees and playing for New York Yankees yeah, Stadium. Yeah, like for it's, the it's, Yankees. It's the one of the most important club in the country north america it
0: really is maybe in the world
1: it's it's Look just, who goes there man it's and incredible Jay, michael Lacey and
0: richard and all those guys they're such and they give you a great meal and you go in there and it's you're right it's like it's the yankees of comedy you know you're or the dodgers now the dodgers are in the playoffs
1: yeah it's it's just um i i can't or the can't, montreal
0: canadians of hockey f-
1: yes absolutely or um Manchester United. What right. are you know? It's it just they're a classy act, and Jay Leno performed there every Sunday. And yeah. if you have a uh, privilege of staying their green room, it's unbelievable. It's unreal, man.
0: I, I've been <clears throat> so lucky. I'm in there. I'm on their list, and I get to go play there. And it's just. I just did a show there in July, and it's like.
1: I I I, I uh, remember I was I had a chance to convince the, uh, uh, them to uh, put Russell Peters as an MC, and, and who who he was hosting it was uh george carlin george carlin uh, i know that, that, was, that was so was only, cool that was the only time i saw him i, I should have talked to him because a year later he passed away but uh to me that watching that show was unbelievable because it, it just seemed like he literally george is pa- passing his torch to a guy like russell you know and That's he couldn't cool. be a nice i just kind of overheard
0: them talking to each other but russell's yeah. got a great picture of him and george carlin yeah and, and, and um I met him after the second night I was there. Oh, did you? Okay. I met him, and he goes, uh, what, your name's Angelo? I said, yeah. And he goes, I knew a guy in Chicago I owed money to named Angelo. <laughs> 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 that was my Carlin moment. It was so cool, and I couldn't, my fucking shitty Blackberry, I couldn't get a picture with him. It wouldn't work.
1: I, I know you're busy, so I'm gonna, I, I need to let you go. But I, I do want to spend, like if, if you don't mind, another 10, 15 minutes. I'm, I'm really curious about your family background. You sure. Know, but, you, you know, because um, um, so your mom and dad, they're Greek. They're both Greeks.
0: <clears throat> my mom, my, my dad comes. They're both Greeks. Okay. My dad comes from Sparta, Greece. And, You're my mom, me. and my mom, yeah, my from Sparta, Greece. From when that, you said, we mean we when were, I mean Sparta, I mean fucking 300. 300, buddy. Yeah. That's where my dad's from, right there. And my mom's from Lesbos, Greece. So I'm a Spartan lesbian. <laughs> fucking Wait, tough, So So did they
1: didn't they know each other? No, or,
0: no, no, no. My dad. My they, dad got, they got
1: married in Canada. They got they married made, in
0: Greece. Oh. My, my my grandfather had passed away. My mm-hmm. dad went down. And then he went to visit, in those days, it was 1962. Oh. My dad went to visit this family, which you know he went to see my mom's sister. She's mm-hmm. my mom. My mom was 14 years old. My dad's like Jerry Lee Lewis, and they, a week what, later what, what? they got married. A week later they got married. He brought her to Canada. Well, hold on. That's fucked up. I'm seriously. So your mom was 14. My mom was 14. She was how, tall. How, how old was my dad? Bet? Was uh, 30. Wow.
1: As a someone from Japan, I like that math.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and you know, nowadays, you imagine now a 14 year old and. My mom was technically 14. She turned 15. She's a New Year's baby, January 1st. My, They met for a week later. They got married. He brought her to Canada. Wow, it's just, just on I mean, the Imagine that now go to a 14-year-old on her iPhone. You want me to what? You want me to get married? Like, what? My mom, My mom by, by 18, had three kids. Wow. Worked all her life. Wonderful woman. You know, she's always been supportive of comedy. My mom's very funny, actually. And uh, that's,
1: dad, my, that's my impression. Most Greek people that I met like gregarious and they're funny. They're fun.
0: My dad was funny, but didn't know it because he's very Spartan. My dad mm. fits the image. You know, what the fuck's funny, Malaka? Yeah.
1: You know, my dad, you know, it's
0: funny. My dad the funniest thing. He, was I like, love
1: that word, by the way. Malaka. Malaka
0: is a great word for anybody who doesn't know what it means. It means friend. In Greek. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and what does Maliki mean then? Yeah. It's sort of like a wanker, one who masturbates, jerk off, but it's also used as a term of endearment. Now if you have Greek friends and don't know what the word malaka is, it's because you're the Malaka, malaka. So, you gotta, you know, and all my friends know me, especially in LA. Hey, Malacca, what are yeah. you doing, Malacca? Everybody says Malacca. I just now. love
1: it whenever I see you and Russell Peters meet and you just call each other Malacca. It Malanka, could be more it's friendly. Just,
0: it's just, but we it's we do it in a friendly sense. Uh, of of course, yeah, yeah. Most commonly used word in Greece. And, you know, yeah, my mom uh, worked hard her whole life. Sure. Worked in the catering business with my dad there in the food business. My dad was funny. He didn't know it yet. It was uh, Valentine's Day, and he ordered four dozen candles, and they sent forty dozen. And he called the uh, the restaurant supply company and said, "Look, I, you know, um, I run a restaurant, not a church." Yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. He said that, that was funny. He goes, What's funny in Malacca? Yeah. In a church. And then two days later, he says, "I see. What you, I, I get it now." Yeah. He didn't realize what he said was funny. Restaurant, church. I thought it was funny, but he's like, "Fuck! Shut the fuck up!" You know.
1: What, what, what was your dad's name
0: uh petros okay yeah uh, petros and my mom's despina wow very pretty those yeah, are very yeah petros and that's peter and debbie yeah and they were named the fucking weird names and they're like petros peter panayoti petros uh-huh. despina des debbie <clears throat> you know and um so i got a brother michael i got a sister Tasia, and they, they're both in montreal and we're—I mean, it's—it's it's like Grand Prix fucking wrestling when we get together. So not so much now, but you know, we're—we're—we're we're, we're a very open, confrontational family. You know the way the Brits are very passive. Not we're fucking Greeks, man. If we're gonna, it doesn't matter. Wedding, sizzler, a fucking funeral. <laughs> yeah. If it's gonna on, it's on. We just—it's on, and we're all A type. I think we get that from our daddy. Yeah, get that from my daddy. It's like George Bush. <laughs> And we're, we're A-type, so we're if it's on, it's on. Gloves yeah. off. We don't give a shit. You know, it's just... But that's but we love each other at the same time, but we fucking... We're
1: crazy. Well, well, so what was it like growing up in, in Montreal or in Ottawa when we well, were a it was
0: not, I mean, look, it was... Was, I was there
1: a lot of Greeks when you were... Uh, a, there are
0: some. It's funny. We grew up in a suburban neighborhood in, mm-hmm. in Ottawa, you know, middle class. My dad was in the food business. We went to school with... Uh, there There'd be other kids, too, new immigrants, but mostly we went to school with white kids and yeah and and in canada there's a big there's a lot of tolerance we uh, we went to school with black kids white kids muslim uh, egyptian japanese chinese uh whatever italian yeah, yeah. a lot of lebanese kids in canada we all got along. yeah you know it's weird how we all <clears throat> it was a good uh, mix you know and and um treating lunch was always good and yeah I mean, it, it was a very uh, normal, for the most part, normal upbringing. You know, my dad worked. My mom worked. And dad, it came from a family where unemployment and welfare isn't spoken. Yeah. You either work or go to school. No, no bullshit in the middle. And my dad took... Greeks are very much a patriarch kind of society, so dad was the boss. You know, unlike America, mom, apple pie, not in Greek. Greeks, the Greek dad. The Greek father is the boss. Yeah. And... Uh, not a per- my dad was a gambler. He liked to gamble a lot, you know. I mean, no, nobody's perfect. But um
1: Boy, I I, I wish your dad would've seen your, uh, his granddaughter. I mean, uh, I think I
0: know what I think that would have been his uh, Achilles right there, you know. <laughs> just to see funny you say Achilles. Achilles out of the Achilles heel. Make the Greek term reference. Alina's dad never got to meet Olivia and my dad oh. I, my dad would well, my dad would have loved my wife because she's tall and beautiful. My dad is thinking about short chicks. He didn't like short women. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was they're short. they you can't trust them. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't trust short chicks. That's my that's my dad's. But he would have loved Alina. Alina's tall. Yeah. and You know uh, she's uh, brunette and beautiful. And he would have loved. I know he would have loved her for sure. See that? That's what I'm talking about. But the short. He, my dad is thinking about short people. Interesting. Yeah. If they're short, they're bastards. You don't trust them. That goes back to the whole country. I don't know why. And my dad would always say, the Greeks with the short legs, they're bastards. Huh. <laughs> it's just fucking so hilarious. You know. <clears throat> but yeah, so in summers, we used to go to Greece a lot. My dad, you know, our parents wanted us to go. We go to the village and see, you know. Well, just
1: like Andy Melanikas. He told me the
0: same thing. Yeah, place. we used yeah. to go there. Greeks wanted to. You know, and, and if I can do it for my daughter, I mean, there's nobody really there. But when she's old enough, I want to take her there sure. too. You got to keep... I, I'm a very big on tradition. When I went to India with Russell for the first time, and that—if that, that, anybody ever gets if you ever get a chance to go to India, go. For the exception of uh, the culture, uh, the for the language and uh, variations of the food, it was like going to Greece. The family unit in India was exactly the same family unit I, I go see in Greece. And they said, are you a little weirded out? We were in Calcutta. And we went to his Uncle Roger's place. I, this is like going to Greece.
1: And that's, I think that's where uh, Roger's mother's from, too. That's right, right. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. And, uh, Mother yeah. Yeah, and where Roger's mother's from. She's from Calcutta. And we went there. And they go, Do you think it's weird? I go, no, because i had been to Greece. And it reminded me, you know, you go to the village, and everybody comes up to meet you. It's such a nice feeling. And we're eating naam bread. because I love Indian food. <clears throat> and... We're, we're having a drink, and I thought this is exactly. The only difference is, I mean, there's just some variations, but I wasn't alienated by it.
1: That's one thing about living in modern America. Like you really don't even know your neighbors, and everyone's nobody living. knows anybody here. Yeah, everybody lives far away from each other, but everybody it, needs their space. Yeah,
0: you know, and I look, I I respect that. You need to have some space and stuff, but I married an Armenian woman. My mother in laws at my house every day. She's lovely, mm-hmm. you know. But that's I, I can't get away. Glendale's from it. right there in the corner. Glendale's that's where there. I mean, we go to Elena's kebab, and my brother I mean, you know, we're very much in everybody's business a bit, you know. But
1: and you still smoke why. cigar with her old yeah, brother. Yeah, I don't or, care. It's yeah. funny.
0: We're over there. We'll go have a smoke on the balcony, or you know, I, I love a nice dogi. Of course, it's my that's my Achilles, and uh, <clears throat> yeah. So I mean. Your uh, family is very important in the sense that um, I love my uh, extended family and my family, but I need I, I do have to put limits on it. Sure. Because I'm on the road a lot, and I do need to have some privacy with my fam- My immediate family can't fucking have these people over all the time. I love them. Yes. But I need that. You've break. been away from your wife. I've been away it, yeah. too long, and then people come around, and I, and I'm like I, I I like the Russell philosophy. There's always people over. I like having people over at any time. It. Uh, a good friend of mine from Canada comes down with his girlfriend at midnight. My wife's bringing out watermelon and feta at midnight. We're eating it. You know, anyone with the baby, it doesn't matter, man. My door's always open. I like having people. But you're right. You made a good statement in America, especially even in Canada for the most part. You know, people don't know people. You know, I don't really I need my space and don't. And the ones that try to get it to know you, they're a bit off or weird. You don't yeah. know what the fuck they want, so.
1: It must be nice to go to a village where a whole family live in one spot. Yeah. yeah see everyone. Yeah, And I
0: haven't been there in 18 years, so it's going to be interesting with the film crew how they're going to react. Oh, man. Go to my dad's village. I mean, my grandmother and uncles and everybody are dead, unfortunately, but I still got a lot of cousins and shit there, so I, it's, it's going to be cool to go Please down Please film
1: there. all that extra We're filming footage, everything. Yeah. We're
0: filming everything in the ocean. I'll make sure and we're going to probably do a screening in L.A. at some point. I'm going to make sure you come to it. And like I said to you, it's it'll be interesting now to see how they react to my comedy, how they react to me coming with a film crew, going to the village. Uh, there's a lot of elements, you know, and, and we're just going to film it because I, I, for me, it's <clears throat> honoring my father, honoring my family, honoring the heritage. I chose to be a stand-up comedian and an yeah. actor, and I love it. But my upbringing is different and that such. I got I to gotta show the world my view as a comic, the problem, I think, with a lot of comedians is <clears throat> they're always... You look at guys like Louis C.K., Chappelle, and Russell, and you're like, fuck, these guys are brilliant. But that's their view. It's not my view. I know it's not your view. We do things differently. I want to show the world this is who I am. This is where my comedy comes from. This is where my parents come from. I'm not trying to be anybody else. I can only be Angelo. It's a That's it. I can't be anybody else. And I think that's the lesson I've learned most about doing comedy is that... <clears throat> be who you are and talk about who you are <clears throat> you know i mean when i first started doing comedy i would do rodney jokes you know every new comedian does the jokes <laughs> yeah. loved rodney loved Pryor, loved kennison loved all those guys you know mike mcdonald's a great canadian comic he was brilliant one of the best live stand-up comedians i've ever seen in my life and he's another guy <clears throat> and but i think that's that that's the whole idea here yoshi is I, I'm knockwood. I'm in a good time in my life. Uh, I got a beautiful family. Uh, I'm trying to lose weight, which is a fucking nightmare. I keep you know, I, I keep off the carbs. It's carbs that kill me, carbs and sugar. I got to stay away from that shit.
1: It, because it's no longer, it's all about you. No, age. it's about my it's daughter about wife now. wife and your daughter. Yeah. I didn't give
0: a shit for 12 years. I didn't. I ate whatever I want. I ate, fucked, drank, slept, everything I wanted. I just didn't care. And I think a lot of guys will tell you that. And then this this little bundle of joy comes into our life and it's changed me now sure. in the sense that I give a shit about something more now of course my wife but my daughter and I look at her playpen right now as we're talking and I'm thinking you know that's what I care about and I think that's the problem <clears throat> a lot of comedians do have a self destruct button and I think because we're lonely we're, we're not satisfied or it's a chronic dissatisfaction mm-hmm. and I think you know, you need, it's good to get married and have a kid. I think for anybody in entertainment, if you can, you need a really understanding partner. But you need that grounding. You need that. You can't, you, you go into an abyss. Yeah. If you don't ground yourself at some point, you know, and I, I'm not saying that being on the road is easy at any time because once you're on the road, whether you're married or single or divorced or widowed, it doesn't matter, man the rules it's the circus the circus is coming to town oh look everybody wants to be part of the circus yeah and that's why i find it important now in my life i'm trying to see where this is going to go to the next level and and uh, in in terms of my my personal life and professional life i'm trying to get it all together it's hard there's days it's hard man i mean i did a cruise ship going to spain i must have quit show business three times in the ship you know it was, and then I was on a swingers cruise. I wasn't eating. carbs. I, I did a swingers cruise, and, and wait, wait. They told me don't was
1: a, don't pass it off as nothing. What? You,
0: what? Well, it, they told me it was a couples only cruise, <laughs> and when I got on, it was swingers.com and all these where was twelve hundred fifty couples in the Caribbean and Saint Kitts, and I got on the ship, and there's these everybody's horny and happy and fucking, and I can't eat carbs, and I can't fuck, and I can't gamble. And I'm beating my dick like it owes me money. I just fucking lost my mind. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I couldn't. I was like, Jesus Christ. I I just couldn't handle it because there was so much sexual energy on the ship. And I did a show and all these women were coming up. Where's your wife? Because they talked to your wife. You got a swap, right? You know, it's like a fucking swap. I go, she's not here. She's in L.A. We can call her see if we can arrange something. <laughs> I told my agent, well, I thought you'd be okay with it. The swingers cruise, man. And you see, you tell people what you do, and they look at you going, come on, you're making this shit up. How can you make it up?
1: Yeah. It, life it is was so like, much stranger than shit that we write. It's phenomenal. so funny,
0: man, and that's what I'm saying to you. My life is, like, I keep notes and things. And uh, <clears throat> this woman, this hot 50-year-old woman wearing a robe, nice body, high heels robe, hair fixed-up makeup, I go, hey, nice dinner wear. I was on the eleventh deck having a smoke, she just takes off her robe, she goes this and she's hot. And I'm going, fuck fuck me. I can't believe this. It's just like you know, it's but that's that's life, man. That's it. Comedy will take you. I've been on aircraft carriers, I've been on swinger cruises, I've been in hell. you know, just anywhere you can imagine. Yeah. The pyramids, Gaza, this and that, South Africa, England, the fucking ruins, Switzerland, whatever. Now Greece. This, this is the this, big this, one for
1: this, me. This this is the Super Bowl for you. Man. This is my
0: Super Bowl. Is this, this is my uh, my Euro Cup if you want yeah. to call it that? And I don't know. And I'll be honest with you, Yoshi. And I'm not even passing this off. It can go great, and this can go sour, man. I really don't know. And that's part of the excitement. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Maybe after we shoot everything, we can have another talk, and yeah. I can tell you what.
1: I'm definitely want to hear what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> you
0: know, I, I don't know. There's a trailer on called Back to Sparta. If people are listening, they want to watch it. It's called Back to Sparta. It's on YouTube, or you can go to my website at funnygreek.com.
1: Oh, that's easy to remember. And it's Back
0: to Sparta is the one we're doing. And um, I said funny Greek, because if I say Tsarujas, nobody can spell it. fuck, just funny Greek. And there's a rest Greek restaurant in Columbus, Ohio, called Funny Greek. They spell it with one N. They tried to buy my website. I said, no, that's my website. I can't sell it to you.
1: What's your Twitter account, too? Do you do
0: that? At. Ang Okay. at A-N-G-T-S-A-R-O-U-C-H.
1: Now, uh, are the show sold out, or could they, could people still buy the tickets? Uh, if
0: people are listening, they just put tickets on sale last week. Okay. It's November 24th. It's 10 euros a ticket, according to the economy. And all the money we raise at this show that we do, we're giving it to uh, the Foundation.
1: Oh, it's going to help children,
0: well, charities, and we're not even keeping profit from it. We're going there. It's a goodwill mission. We're going to tape the show, yeah. and it's only 10 euros. It's a donation of 10 euros that goes to the Michael Kakoyanis Foundation and their charities. And uh, Michael Kakoyanis was the famous Greek director who did Never on Sundays, Orba the Greek. It's based on him. It's a oh, cultural center. Oh, yeah, of course. over the Greek. In Athens, and we're doing it at his theater, which is, I heard, a wonderful theater. And that's <clears throat> we're doing that, Yoshi, and, and that is our... Uh, mission we're doing that and we're not keep we're not making profit here we're we're going I'm this is a this is uh, Angela's goodwill thing it's all good intentions
1: well uh, Angela thanks for doing it and um, I mean it just seems like you have so much momentum now you know with your personal life and professional life and you know people I've never heard anyone say terrible things about you and uh, you know just only thing I don't like was when you and Russell Peters brother Clayton he's a big
0: guy too Sandwich me between you two guys, put I my back. I remember that we felt bad. We said, shit, man. Clayton's a three, Clean's three fifty plus. I'm three fifty plus. We sandwiched you. It was like a, it was like an Indian, Greek, Korean, Japanese sandwich. We, we just we just crunched you, and you're like, what the hell, man? So you know.
1: But man, congratulations! Thanks, I I, I just like this is not just comedy special. This this is you know
0: just uh, it's a journey.
1: Journey, yeah. It's a
0: journey, and I need to go do it. And uh, um, you're a good friend, Yoshi, and I'm so happy to know you. And I'm so happy to be on your show. Heard good things about your podcast. And for everybody listening out there, tune in. Get your friends to tune in and uh you're an honorable guy and you you're a selfless guy you're always promoting people yeah and you're always helping people out and you've even helped me out in many instances and uh and i'm happy to say you're my friend and I'm, we hang out and we sandwich you it's, we always sandwich people we love sandwich, yes. you know if you don't get sandwiched you know you, you're on the outs we don't like you so Good well, on you, Yoshi. Um,
1: I, I'll be back uh, February, so I definitely when I get back, I want to talk and what happened. We'll and, talk uh, about it, yeah, yeah. It, man. yeah. Um, and I hope HBO or Showtime, whoever it is,
0: lucky enough to yeah, have there's, you. There's they should, a, uh... Yeah, there's a lot of interest in it now. We'll see who's going to bite on it, you know. And uh, and, if, and if this career doesn't work out, I'm opening a Hollywood souvlaki at Ventura and Laurel Canyon. <laughs> Fuck this! I'm just going to open great suvlaki and gyro burgers. I mean, you know, whatever. I got a family, got to feed them. At the end of the day, you just got to do what it takes. And everybody laughs at me, and they go, "Really?" I go, "Yeah, really." What am I going to do, man? I mean, <clears throat> I I really love what I do. I've, had, you know, with you're Fred, goddamn good at it. You're good, and then at the same time, it's like you know, making movies. We made that wonderful movie, Friend Vinny, with Fred Stoller, and and we did all these other things. And but I've been very fortunate and happy. But at the end of the day, you know, you got to pay your bills.
1: Sure. I, I'm just hoping you have a sitcom, or Russell has it, and he puts you on the show. Yeah,
0: we put each other in a sitcom yeah. or something like that, man. It's like you know.
1: And I can't wait to you know, that Siruka's and that Peter's down the road because I, I – I, I, That'd be fun. It, it's going to be crazy if, when they're 10, 15 years from now when they're teenagers. I, see, we, I,
0: I like to see Christiana and Olivia as they get older. I yeah. mean, Russell
1: said the same thing. and
0: Jim Jeffers' kid and Kira Jim Sultana and Kira Sultana Sultana, Sultana, yeah, all, it's, all kids now in the neighborhood, you know. They're going to be on some talk show, you know, fucked up children of comedians. <laughs> no, I think I think it's, I think <laughs> it's to be I, I think comedians
1: are different. I think comedians tend to be more self aware than actors, right? And, 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 and uh, reality stars. So I think I think um, I, you know maybe Russell might may, maybe you guys might spoil your beautiful daughters a little bit, but I think I think uh, I think they're going to grow up very stable and happy kids. I, re- I really do. Um, so. you, just can't wait uh what's gonna happen to them
0: uh it's gonna be interesting yoshi it's been an interesting life so far let's see i said the wrestling goes. what happens when guys come to pick up our daughters by think things yeah we'll be too old then it doesn't matter <laughs> and well he's right
1: angel thanks for doing it uh thanks, congratulations yoshi. and you, your wife alina is wonderful and your daughter olivia boy uh I can't be more happy for you thanks buddy
0: it was a pleasure buddy always good to talk to you
1: All right. thanks for listening to the show and I'll talk to you guys soon
0: thanks